Let me tell you about American Financing. American Financing, I've been telling you about year for years. They are family-owned and operated. They work for you. Uh, if you are looking for a, uh, if you're looking for a home loan, if you want to refinance your loan, you should right now. Or if you're looking to consolidate all of that credit card debt, these guys are the best out there. I, I, I just. I love these guys. It's a a family owned and operated business that started, I don't even know, 20 years ago. And uh, they uh, have grown and grown and grown. And now they cover the entire country and they cover you coast to coast. So whatever you're looking for, now is the time to do it. Uh, These interest rates are at all time lows and you can save hundreds, if not $1,000 or more, just by contacting AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net, the number is at the bottom of the screen, 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. America. Last night, we did a very important show on critical race theory and how it has infiltrated your schools all across the country. It is coming and it is it's really diabolical. It is teaching your kids uh, that at birth, within three months, before they can even walk, babies, white babies, become racists. Uh, it, It is it is something that will divide us, uh, get us fighting with one another, and destroy our souls of our children and our country. It is, it's the number one thing we should be doing because we lose our kids, we've lost everything. Nothing else matters. Today, we're gonna do a couple of things. I have Dr. Edward uh, Everett Piper uh, coming on in a, a minute. He's um, former president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University, really common sense guy. Uh, he's written a book uh, that just came out called Grow Up. Life isn't safe, but it's good to talk about some common sense. And I've also asked him to come prepared with uh, some university names that you can check out that that your kids are not going to be indoctrinated at. Where, where should our kids go? Because I am not spending a dime on their education if it's going to be indoctrination. But we start with where we left off yesterday on this program with Lori Meyer. She's the co-founder of Educators for Quality and Equality. She's a California educator and doing something. And part of the problem with this is, is we don't know where to begin to fight. We don't know exactly what we're looking for because this has all happened so quickly. So I asked Lori to come back today and give us the names of some places and some organizations that you can join to join the battle, because this is a nationwide battle against critical race theory. And we begin there in one minute. The Glenn Beck Program. Well, there comes a point in the year when it's finally time to get out under God's blue sky and give that old lawn a haircut. A little bit of sweat on the brow beneath the 
old straw sun hat or a baseball cap, favorite tune in your ears, you can sing along, no one's going to hear you, sweet smell of the freshly mown grass hanging in the air as you roar by on your Hustler Turf zero-turn lawnmower. For a while, everything seems right with the world. Hustler has been making mowers for industrial jobs for literally decades. They pioneered the zero-turn lawnmower, perfected it, in fact. Now they're making zero-turn lawnmowers for you and your yard. Same old sturdy, tough-as-nails, run-forever quality, but a size that matches your needs. There are a lot of great lawnmowers out there, a lot of them. But there is only one Hustler Turf zero-turn mower, and they're the people that made it last forever and perfected it. Take a little time. Do an A-B comparison. If you're in the market for a new zero-turn lawnmower, go check out what everybody else will say is the best. Then I want you to find a Hustler Turf dealer and go ride, test drive a Hustler Turf. There is no comparison. It's a Hustler Turf at HustlerTurf.com. HustlerTurf.com. Welcome back to the program, Lori Myers, co-founders of uh, Educators for Quality and Equality. She was on with us yesterday, and let me just pick it up kind of where we we touched on yesterday, um, and then we're going to get to some resources. If you missed yesterday, critical race theory is a theory whose who's really primary objective, as we talked about last night, comes from the Frankfurt School which is a socialist Marxist school. It is to divide us and to get us to um, destroy each other and the Western way of life. That is its designed um, purpose from the beginning. Now, you can say it's all about equity and everything else, but that is what it will do, and it will destroy our families and our children. Um, I want to talk to uh, Lori, uh, who's joining us now. There was a story in Newsweek about the pathway to equitable math instruction. And the reason why I want to go into this is because it was funded by the Gates Foundation. And, uh, you know, Bill Gates has done a lot of good, but he, I think, looks at our children as, you know, the workers that he'll need um, your whole purpose in life is to just work for the corporations. I believe that's the way he feels about things. Uh, and he's taking away our choices of our kids by some of the measurements that he wants to use, uh, you know, watching how their their eyes dilate, et cetera, et cetera. Um, when it comes to math, I can't find anything in this program that he's helping fund that will help a corporation or help anyone because it's not really even about math. Lori. Um, Glenn, thank you again for having me on today. Um, and especially to talk about resources for parents, because the good news is that there is a lot that parents can do to make a difference in their schools and lots of resources out there. But back to the math program, um, it is, it's interesting that you bring that up because it is certainly Bill Gates or anybody else's prerogative to 
sure. have an opinion on whether there is white supremacy in math or whether certain math practices are white supremacist. Yep. But our yep. focus as educators is the harm that this will do to students in the classroom and the problem with this ideology in a math curriculum is that it doesn't set up teachers for success in teaching math to their students. It literally pits students against each other if a certain math practice is called white supremacist. How, how, is, how, how is this being taught? What are they suggesting you, you do as a math teacher? Well, what's there are many concerning things about the pathway to equitable math. Um, one of the most concerning things is that there actually are good math teaching practices in this pathway document, but mm-hmm. they're going to be lost under the characterization of white supremacy. Um, and what was interesting is I actually uh, have a colleague who had a conversation about this with a very progressive school board member who actually agreed. So the school board member agreed that there is white supremacy in math classrooms. But even this progressive school board member agreed that this is a harmful way of teaching students and that characterizing math practices white supremacist is going to alienate most of the teachers out there. So any good in the pathway document will be lost in the noise. Okay. Um, yesterday, we talked a little bit about what to look for in your schools. And, uh, you know, I, I just wish there was, you know, documents out there. And that's what I want to talk to you about. There are documents out there. There are websites. There are resources that show you what to look for and how to fight it. And um, I was talking to one of, uh, I think, one of this century's great fighters at the uh, beginning of this program, and we were talking about how, you know, it's a scary thing, but, you know, our military, they're scared. They go in and, you know, they don't know what they're facing. They could be facing death. But one of the things that they have in their back pocket that helps them is this, this camaraderie or this feeling of brotherhood we don't have that yet we feel like we're fighting alone on this and we need that feeling of brotherhood we need to know that we're not alone so where can people go to get information and get involved in their schools i'm really glad you asked um and that is the key question we all know that there's a problem and the most important thing to talk about is what to do and the good news is that there are lots of resources for parents educators community members who want to take action whether you're an experienced advocate or you don't even know what a school board does there are things that you can do right now, even today, to get started and make a difference. And okay. I want to thank everybody who's listening right now, because you've taken the first step. And the first step is to get informed. And by listening right now, you're starting to get informed and educated. I mean, unless this is being used, you know, uh, as a torture device and, you know, you're, you're strapped <laughs> to a table and you're like, you're going to listen to the Glenn Beck program, then you might not have a choice. But um, so let's let's go over some of these um, uh, some of these organizations. Uh, let's start with fairforall.org. dot org. What is Absolutely. this? So uh, fair for all is foundation against intolerance and racism. 
It is a fabulous repository of resources, parent and teacher advocacy field guides, and more. Um, a key resource on FAIR, and I'm going to highlight some of my favorites on all these organizations, are the okay. community forums, because your point is absolutely right. We don't want to feel like we're doing this alone. These community forums on FAIR are a fantastic way to ask specific questions with people who are doing exactly the kind of advocacy that parents and community members are doing to get advice. If you don't know where to start, this is a great place to ask to get into FAIR, to join FAIR, get into the forums, and these uh, forums will help guide you to resources that are in your state and to connect with others around a specific issue. So FAIR is a fabulous place to start. And that is fairforall.org. Uh, the next one, I just had um, Azra uh, on this morning. She's one of the founders of uh, defendinged.org. Uh, I think she's remarkable. And what she set up, can you tell me a little bit about that? Right. Um, Parents Defending Education, Azra's organization, is absolutely wonderful. Um, they also are a plethora of resources for parents, community members, teachers who want to make a difference fighting indoctrination in our classrooms. A key resource on parents defending education is what they call their, quote, indoctrination map. Mm -hmm. um, and it's an interactive map for people who want to connect to what's going on in their local communities. Um, in fact, after yesterday's show, I got an email from a parent in Indiana who was trying to fight indoctrination in his children's school and needed to connect with others because, as you pointed out, having a group to work with is really powerful. Um, I was able to point him to the indoctrination map, and through that, he's going to be able to connect to specific resources in Indiana uh, that will help him with his advocacy. That is a really good map. I'd like to see it much more populated, um, but it is, uh, again, just beginning. And you can find that indoctrination map um, at uh, defendinged.org. Uh, no left turn in education. This one is really focused on sex ed, are they not? So no left turn in education is focused on a, a broad set of indoctrination in our schools, including critical race theory and comprehensive sex ed. Um, okay. One of no left turn in education's many, many strengths is that it has chapters in just about every state. So you can get state specific support. And that's key because the education code, which is something that all yep. of us advocates will get familiar with, they're different in every state, and it's a powerful tool when you go in to advocate if you know what the education code is specifically for your school. Um, so uh, No Left Turn in Education is a great way of connecting with uh, like-minded advocates in your state for resources and support. And that is noleftturn.us. Um, you brought up something. I, I'm a big fan of PragerU. I'm, I'm a good friend with uh, Dennis Prager. Uh, and a supporter of, of PragerU, I did not know they had resources for educators and parents. Tell me about that. So that is one of the things I love about PragerU, um, and their resources for educators and parents have the acronym PREP, Prager Resources for Educators and Parents. And what I love about this site 
is that students are really the ones on the front lines of what's going on in our schools with critical race theory. And it's important that they have the resources and that they're equipped with how to respond when this comes up in school. And PragerU has videos, um, resources, all kinds of information for parents and for children so that they can advocate for themselves in an age-appropriate, grade-appropriate way. Uh, PragerU is really so great. Uh, PragerU.com slash prep, P-R-E-P. Next, I think, is uh, (laughs) undoctrinate.org. Right. So undoctrinate um, is resources for resources. Um, One of my favorite pages on this site, it has a link, it's called resources, has links to all kinds of national and local groups that will support you in your advocacy. Um, So it's a a condensed version of the indoctrination map on parents defending education, but a great place to go if you want to connect either with national organizations or region-specific organizations for support in your advocacy. Okay, let me take one minute break and then come back and tell me the last two and and your favorites, the ones you think that are are must visits for parents. We'll do that here in, in 60 seconds. Stand by. Oh, my gosh. It is nice to get away from screens all day. Sometimes just put on a good tune or a podcast in your ear and you could listen to whatever set of earbuds you have floating around the house that haven't already been lost or stolen uh, from you by the kids. But if you're like me, you like something comfortable that has great sound quality, give your ears the royal treatment at half the cost. That's what you're doing when you buy a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds. Unlike uh, unlike a lot of competitors, Raycons are incredibly comfortable, adjustable to your individual ear size, which mine is becoming like Dumbo sized. I don't know why but uh the sound quality is out of this world and the best part is you don't have to pay an arm and a leg for them they're about half the cost of the leading competitor's product and you don't have to sacrifice any of the quality and you get more comfort check them out today raycon is offering 15 percent off all of their products here's what you have to do to get it go to buyraycon.com slash beck that's buyraycon.com slash beck do it now save 15 percent off buyraycon.com slash Beck, 10 seconds, station ID. So we're with Lori Myers, uh, and we're talking about critical race theory. And if you're a parent, you must, must join with other parents and fight this. Uh, from coming into your schools and it's going to be a tough fight and you can't stand alone. Uh, and if you're new to it, you really need to brush up and have some resources to help you. Lori, tell me about the last two and then, and then go over what you think are must do. Um, so there are two more on the list. One is heterodox Academy. It's a nonpartisan nonprofit that's dedicated to viewpoint diversity, um, which is absolutely key when it comes to critical race theory, which tends to uh, have a one-sided view of the world. Um, And it has resources for higher education, but also resources that are specific for K through 12 parents and educators. So I highly recommend going to Heterodox Academy, especially if the way you're seeing critical race theory manifest in your children's classroom is that they are getting a narrow, one-sided perspective instead of a balanced view um, on education. 
Isn't that really almost, isn't that almost all of them? I mean, Uh, everything in our society is now shut up. It's my way or the highway. um, Agreed. And what's interesting is that I've looked up codes of conduct, not just for the NEA, which is the largest teacher union in the country, but codes of conduct for different states, Florida, Ohio, California, and more. And just about all of them insist that teachers and I'm quoting, shall not unreasonably deny students access to varying points of view. Mm. So that's actually mandated by Mm. state education code. So heterodox can provide lots of resources for combating that in the classroom. Okay, Um, heterodoxacademy.org is where you go. That's right. That's right. And um, the last national resource, and then I just want to give a shout out to a few local ones, um, the last national resource is whatarethelearning.com. And this is a parent-powered K-12 community focused on transparency, which is key. Um, on many of the websites that I've talked about uh, is the quote, sunshine is the best disinfectant. And that's the theme of whatarethelearning.com. It's exposing what's going on in classrooms so that other parents can see what's happening and from each other learn advocacy tools to help make a difference okay Um, we have about 90 seconds go ahead i will go i will go super fast um if you even get onto the internet and search for parents against critical theory or ethnic studies you will find no shortage of parent groups Facebook groups that are dedicated to helping you in your community. Parents Against Critical Theory in Lawton County. Mm. Parents United Against Critical Theory in Arizona. Alliance for Constructive Ethnic Studies in California. Um, Northwest Parents Against Critical Theory in the Pacific Northwest. Nobody needs to go this alone. If you don't have somebody in your community right now, connect with one of these organizations to give you the support and the network and the resources you need to make a difference. And we have found that once one person starts to speak up, other people are emboldened to speak up. All you need to do is take the first step, and it will make a difference. Thank you so much, Lori. And we're going to post this list at uh, glenbeck.com, and I'd like to include those Facebook pages um, because I know the one in Loudoun County, these guys are fearless fearless and they are coming up against a, a, a just a a buzzsaw of uh, officials in the education world and uh, they are getting really good legal support now Lori Myers thank you very much co-founder of educators for quality and equality uh, back with more in just a minute American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. There's something about a business being family-owned and fully geared towards the best interests of its customers that has always meant something important to Americans, and it may mean even more in the coming months. The world of home loan options isn't always a friendly one, especially to you, and navigating it can be really tricky. Everyone uh, always says they're out to help you, but are they? Are they working for the banks? Since June of 2001, American Financing has been dedicated to working with you to 
get help uh, uh, for your finances where they need to be. They started in home, moved outward to your home, and they've been working for you and not the bank ever since. Whether it's home loans, mortgage refi, or forms of debt consolidation, American Financing has you covered. They have a dedicated team of mortgage consultants who are going to take care of you and help you get your best financial house right where it needs to be. Go to AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. Work with these pros who actually work for you. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. And save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Hey, welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I have an incredible, an incredible uh, podcast that debuts today uh, on uh, Blaze TV. You'll pick it up on Saturday wherever you get your podcast, but uh, it's worth being a member of the Blaze and getting it early. Uh, I'm doing an interview in just a little while today uh, with Glenn Greenwald. And this is a guy that I wasn't sure whose side he was on, if he was on the good side or the bad side for a while. Um, you know, those are in the days when it was hard to tell the difference between good guys and bad guys. It's becoming really clear right now who actually believes in the freedom of man. Uh, Glenn Greenwald joins me on the podcast today. If you're a Blaze subscriber or Saturday, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we also have Jordan Peterson coming up, I think, next week uh, on the podcast. Somebody who's very much like Jordan Peterson, kind of cut from the same cloth in many ways, is, uh, is a dear friend of mine who I think we met uh, because of an op-ed that he, he wrote uh, a few years ago. Is that right? Dr. Everett Piper is with us. Is that right, Everett? Yes, it is. Well, thanks for thanks for having me on, Glenn. It is correct. Actually, you helped break that story. I, God used you providentially to push that not a daycare story out into That's the right. public. That's as a result of as a result of you doing so, it had three and a half million hits within a couple of weeks. So, wow. kudos to you. Thank you. Oh no, it was it was great. You were the president. I think when you wrote that, you were the president of Oklahoma uh, Wesleyan University which is still one of the good universities that you can go to. And I want to talk to you about universities um, because I hear people, they all know that universities are a problem, but they're all still sending their kids to the same universities. And it's like, what are you doing? Uh, and yeah. so I want to talk to you a little bit about that. Um, but you, you um, uh, have written more, uh, and your latest book is now called Grow Up. Uh, Life Isn't Safe but it's good we are obsessed with everybody has to be safe nobody can be pissed off nobody's the cover of your book nobody's going to drop their ice cream cone on the ground everything has to be safe there's nothing there's nothing enriching or that will help you grow if you're entirely safe absolutely in in not a daycare the first book that you helped uh push forward i was confronting the snowflake rebellion and this constant crying and whining within the academy for safe spaces, the complaints about microaggressions and trigger warnings and whatnot. In this book, in this book, Grow Up, Life Isn't Safe, But It's Good, I'm actually offering some solutions to that problem. And I'm suggesting that as C.S. Lewis tells us in the Chronicles of Narnia, 
The great lion Aslan is not safe, but he's good. The Christ mm. figure is not safe, but he's good. And let's just paraphrase that, Glenn. The great lion of the ivory tower of the academy isn't supposed to be safe. It's supposed to be good. The Constitution it's, isn't safe. It's good. Freedom isn't mm-hmm. safe. It's good. Debate and disagreement and dissonance is not safe, but it's good. You know, we're told in the Proverbs, as iron sharpens iron, let one man sharpen another. Friction and sparks flying is a good thing. That's what adults do. We engage in debate and disagreement because we want to find what's true and right and just and real. Children hunker down and say, I don't like what you said. You hurt my feelings. I'm going to take my ball and go home. And isn't that a perfect description of our culture today? Not just the college, but of Congress and our courts and even our corporations. Look at the blackmail that's taking place right now because the corporate leaders don't like what's being done in Georgia. They're going to take their ball and go home. They're going to act like children. My book, Grow Up, Life Isn't Safe, But It's Good, confronts this, but yet offers 20 chapters, lessons on how to function like an adult in a world that looks like a daycare more on a daily basis. So how do we function? Because honestly, I, I'm running out of answers. The only answer that I know that is true is God. If we don't turn back to God and the fundamental principles of the Judeo-Christian understanding of how life works... Uh, and we've rarely lived up to those things. But but if we're not pursuing that, we're toast. We're done. We're done. Uh, and that's the only real solution I can come up with. I'm out. I'm out. Help me. Well, please. The reason the reason you're out of other solutions is it is the solution. The reason that the United States of America has been exceptional is because we were grounded in exceptional ideas. And those exceptional ideas were the truths that were given to us by our creator, those self-evident truths that are endowed to us, not the opinions and feelings that that we came up with five minutes ago, but those time-tested truths that are endowed by God. So maybe the solution is to start recognizing that the problem started in the classroom and at the pulpit, and frankly, even in helicopter parenting, and go back and correct the problem in the classroom, at the pulpit, and through parenting. By, so if garbage in, garbage out has caused the problem, maybe we ought to go back and recognize the goodness in and goodness out that's grounded, grounded in the Creator rather than in our own narcissism will actually bear some positive fruit. Maybe teach natural law rather than narcissism. Let's just start there. Maybe yeah. let's teach some common sense rather than this nonsense. Let's just start there. Go back to the time-tested truths and recognize that those are the things, the only things that have ever given us any measure of human liberty and dignity. You know, I really, I, I like the, the fact that you said education in the pulpits because it's the teachers and preachers that have, have brought us here. The preachers stopped talking about universal truths and how they actually apply to big things. Um, and, you know, they instead bought a smoke machine. And then we have the teachers who many of them didn't even know what they were doing. Uh, it was just the way things were going. Uh, but a lot of people, especially in the universities, they knew exactly what they were doing. And by them teaching wrong principles and the pulpits just sitting on their on their hands, either out of uh, fear of losing funding or whatever it was, those two things have really done the vast majority of damage. 
I agree. I agree a hundred percent. And I have the right to, to disagree. To disagree well, excuse me. I have the right to agree with you, and I have the right to disagree with my own and to call them out. I'm an evangelical, so I'm going to call out the evangelicals if they're wrong. It's my obligation, my responsibility to do so. And my entire career was the ivory tower, so I'm going to criticize it if it needs to be. And if your goal as a preacher or a teacher is not the objective truths with a capital T that have been revealed to us over the course of time through Scripture and through natural law and through the empirical evidence before our very eyes, if your goal is not to pursue that and teach that and preach that, then go get another job. Because all you're doing is affirming someone's feelings and their brokenness. That's the antithesis of biblical love. Tolerance is inferior. Love is superior. There is uh, there's a lot of things that you could be doing. There's a lot of books that you could be reading. I highly recommend you read uh, Everett Piper's books. Um, the latest is Grow Up uh, by Dr. E- uh, Everett Piper. Um, I, I also wanted to ask you, this, this, it's insanity that we're, that we're all saying, God, we got to get these schools back open again. N- no. Are you seeing what they're teaching? No, that's we should be saying, let's get our schools right before they open again. Um, and sending our kids to colleges, you know, they, they need an education, but not an indoctrination. Are there any schools that you trust? I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure about Liberty University anymore. I'm I, I I I am sure that I wouldn't send my kids to BYU, and I'm a Mormon. I would never send them to BYU now. Where can you send your kids where they're not going to be indoctrinated? Um, I need to make sure everybody understands. I'm not getting paid to say this. I have no connection with these institutions. But in my experience, I've narrowed it down to three: New St. Andrews. New St. Andrews is a small classical college in Moscow, Idaho. They're confronting CRT. Yeah. No, no, no. I I talked to the head of this, uh, I don't know, about a year ago, wildly impressed. So they're confronting CRT how? Well, just go Google their commercials. (laughs) That answers the question. (laughs) They take it on. They confront it. They confront it in their advertising. They call it the nonsense that it is. So... New St. Andrews is spot on. College of the Ozarks, south of Branson, Missouri, is spot on. Is this, hang on, is is, is this College of the Ozarks, is that the one where you have to work for the college or you can work to pay for it? How does this college work? I love this premise. You have have to. to You're required (laughs) to work as a student, and the, the, uh, the nickname for the university is Hard Work You. Very patriotic, very much, and very much um, teaching the exceptionalism of the Constitution and the American way of life. Very much grounded in a Judeo-Christian ethic. So, three okay. schools, New St. Andrews, College of the Ozarks, and Hillsdale College in Hillsdale, Michigan. Hillsdale is kind of the Harvard of of trustworthy schools, isn't it? I mean... Is it hard to get into Hillsdale? Well, I don't know what uh, I don't know how to answer that. My guess is probably yes because they're a small school and their endowment is so huge right now because they've towed the line. Hillsdale had the courage back in the '60s to say we're going to be conservative. We're going to conserve the time-tested truths as the basis for mm-hmm. education here, and we're not going to be bribed by the federal dollar. 
So they said, no, you can't use a Pell Grant to go here. We'll go raise enough money to pay for the replacement of those dollars. And today, wow. some 50 years later or thereabout, Hillsdale stands strong as the only truly independent institution left in the country. Wow. Um, Hillsdale College, that's in Michigan, uh, College of the Ozarks in Branson, Missouri, uh, and uh, New St. Andrews in Moscow, Idaho. It is a sad state of affairs when you can name three that you say, I'm willing to put my name on. Well, the reason I name those is because I've watched what they're doing in the midst of this cultural nonsense, this collapse, this perpetual childishness and narcissism that's being driven by identity politics and the most recent rendition of that CRT and all things critical theory. And it's all the same ball of wax. It's all just selfishness, self-absorption, narcissism. It's all me and mine, and I deserve my pound of flesh. And if you don't give it to me, I'm going to cancel you. You can't speak here. You're verboten. You're expelled. It's all the same thing. And that is acting like a child. It's time to do what the Apostle Paul told the Church of Ephesus, and that is speak the truth objectively, empirically, in love. And love's better than tolerance and affirmation. And grow up. Dr. Everett Piper, the author of Grow Up. Thank you so much for being with us. We'll talk again. Thanks, Everett. Thanks, Glenn. Bye-bye. I want to talk to you about Goldline. I don't know if you've been seeing what is happening uh, with the money spending, but we are spending ourselves like there is no tomorrow, like, uh, you know, money is, is free. Um, you know, I, I'm reminded of the uh, poem from Rudyard Kipling, uh, the gods of the copybook headings where he says uh, there was uh, plenty of money. We had plenty of money, but nothing our money could buy. That talks about a collapse of currency that I mean, they just keep printing and printing. You'll have lots of money, but you're not going to be able to buy anything. And that's what's happening to our dollar. Our dollar is losing value. And if you've always played by the rules you are going to lose the value of everything that you have worked hard for. If your money is stored in U.S. dollars over the next four years, you could lose 48 cents on every dollar just because the way it's being debased. And that's today, let alone what they're going to be coming up with. So I want you to call Goldline. I want you to find out if gold or silver is right for you. I want you to do your own homework. Please, please put your financial house in order with every single order. If you place one this week, this week only, you're going to qualify for a free mind your business silver bar at no cost. The mind your business is it's a stamp that I asked them to put on uh, years ago because that is the that's what our first coin said. Didn't say in God we trust. It said mind your business. What a great idea. They're standing by to take your call right now and help you out and give you some information. You don't have to make a decision today. You shouldn't. You should do your own homework and figure out what's right for you and your family. Gold and silver have been right for my family for a long time. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Do it now. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I don't know what it is, but uh, almost every time it seems that we have something uh, going live on YouTube, there's a glitch of some sort that just mysteriously happens. Uh, yeah. And it might be just the worst luck ever, but uh, it happened again last night. 
we have reposted the uh, show from last night up on YouTube. All you have to do is go to uh, The Blaze uh, at YouTube. Go YouTube slash the, uh, you know, YouTube.com slash The Blaze and look for last night's special, uh, the Wednesday night special, and watch it there. Or thank you if you're a subscriber. You didn't have a problem last night on Blaze TV. Yeah, I was. same thing happened to my show, Studios America, last night. Um, and uh, I was disappointed because I was... I was on my uh, Instagram page, and yeah. uh, there was a first of all a comment about. I, I noted that you were on the show, and then there was a gushing comment uh, from one of the uh, one of my followers saying really? how they thought you were um, you were very smart, artistic, and uh, true, yes, true. morbidly obese, but on him it's so sexy. Uh, which <laughs> yeah, and and I, I mean somehow it came so, from your account i don't know exactly how that uh, oh gosh did that happen last night yeah. i thought we had that this hot hot <laughs> hot woman mm-hmm. has just uh has hijacked my instagram account once in a while and she'll just go on and she'll just gush about how hot and sexy i am yeah even though i'm morbidly obese <laughs> it's a real problem and, I, uh, I, and it's I, a real problem i was also uh, shocked that uh you disclosed what was going on with you and kfc and potentially p- playing the next colonel um i mean it's yeah. right out there on the on the instagram page for everyone to see i'm very concerned yeah i don't think you were supposed right. to disclose that no well i'm in <laughs> negotiations with popeyes i'm a little <laughs> upset at kfc's rejection and you know popeyes has the best big biscuits the best chicken sandwich out there uh and um and i'm just saying i i'm thinking about walking from kfc are they aware you know? you're in negotiations with them Well, let's not talk about all the details. (laughs) It's the Glenn Beck Program.